0: Head on over to Patreon at LorehammerListenerLore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everybody, I'm your host Mark, and no one's joining me today. So that was, you know, situation I suppose I'll just talk to myself. Uh, okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> welcome to Lorehammer. Uh, we're going to be reading some 40k short stories today. The short story that I have for you is called A Duel With Death, and it is written by Connell. Uh, I'm actually excited to read this. I just read the first little line here, and it's a Yunari story, so that's going to be interesting. I don't think I've read any of these yet. The Yunari serve you need, as, is, as it is to their mutual advantage, but even the most devout Yunari has forgotten the lessons of the fall. No god is ever to be trusted. Farsir twi- Twilit Darklin wakens sharply. Snapped from his meditations by rumor, ruinous vision of total disaster. Burnt out protective runes, crumbled ash underfoot, and warp frost cakes and shifts as slendrift, his heirloom spear snaps upward and across the room to his outstretched palm. The ancestral spirit within echoes Darklands' alarm as he catapults himself across the crude alien chamber requisitioned for his purposes. His elderly, crystallizing bones ached with exertion as he flings himself over the third-story guardrail outside with the uncanny precision. He lands almost delicately on the jet bike patrolling the deserted streets below. The startled shining spear blade flashes reflexively towards Darkland's throat, but halts as she recognizes him and senses the urgency of his mission through the empathic connection shared by all, Yanari. Ride like the wind, serpent! Tuilet barks. The engine screams as Tuilet floods his minds of his comrades with visions of doom approaching them, and several runes redline as she redoubles their speed to dangerous levels. The last embers of bitterness at the commandering of her sacred conveyance are, at least for now, washed away by the intensity of his purpose. In the mines, Yanari battle Yanari in the city of, of slavers as a simple negotiation turns deadly rita and Rikak, soul specter twin archons of the saints of yenid hailing from the dark city of Cormora, met with the unknowably ancient uh fuck i don't know how to say that one Elan uh, it's a famous craft world racier baronoth Deshinton. Once bitter rivals, and joining the reborn, the souls, Specter's twins have discovered an unexpected affinity in their shared lust for power. Now they are connected soul to soul through an empathic whisper of your need. Woken from the deepest and darkest tombs of Iliand, Beramoth's deeds are long lost to the shattered vaults of Iliand's history and its own faded memory but its insurmountable will is unquestioning as now fights for the purpose of aldari's rebirth a simple squabble between these parties over over search rights for nearby ruins leads one of the venomous insult after another until even the near emotionless reverent cannot bear the weight of the slurs upon its unquestionable honor and the matter must be made or must be decided by ritual combat Rita steps forward as the superior duelist and Ritak commands their soldiers. The two forces array themselves in staggered lines across the blasted city, torn asunder by last fire and dark light. But the rites of commencement are interrupted by the screaming engines of a hemlock wraithjet, long forbidden from manners of honor and uh, consequence of soul-spitting distortion sites. Even the safety of a soul gem or the insurance of the homunculus cone-vlats are no uh, solace for those its beams might touch uh, soul-splitting distortion, distortion scythes uh, I gotta look into that more, that sounds super cool, that's very cool further ranks of wraithguard are also armed with distortion scythes file out of the uh, sneering archon's war-bound personal carriers. Immediately, all sense d- decorum thinly disguising the combatant's mutual distaste is thrown aside Mid-ritual, the normally lumbering race seer spear flashes out in a clearly predetermined arc, catching Rita's shadow field generator before it even activates, leaving her most potent defense crippled. She furiously spits toxic insults and as raw dark energy hisses from the vent in her shield, filling her raised arena with a dense dizzying fog. Between the shadow flashes of the two combatants can be seen. Locked in mortal dance of thrust and uh, repos. repose. Hmm. The blinding speed and grace of the wily Archon is perfectly counted by the most delicate flicks of the towering Ghost Warrior's massive joints. The seer unhurried leisurely movements improperly arrested every, stri- every strike with perfect foresight. The battle ranges around them. Howling aspect warriors and lumbering undead soldier, soldiers hurl themselves at other as winning, whining shuriken fires rain down from sniper posts in surrounding rooftops. The hemlock screams through their air above among the flock, flo- flocks of swooping hawks. All pretense of honor and dignity is abandoned as the death toll mounts. With each spirit forcibly wrestled from the mortal form, their god appetite for our souls is whetted. The eldritch energies of the enraged dead surge and howl through the battlefield. Yanid's whisper, a normally muted background murmur in the gestalt subconscious of the Yanari warriors, rises to an impassioned and furious howl. Fueled by the seething battle rage of the Aspect warriors and the cruel vindictiveness of the Dakari cabal, it seems to take on a life of its own, overwhelming all rational thought and compelling total surrender to the feeding Yanid's lethal thol- soul hunger. A tsunami of mortal energies converges upon the center of the conflict of the two champions atop their ritual pillin. A vertible hurricane surrounds the dueling Archon and racer, entirely cutting them off from the raging battle below. In the eye of the storm, all is silent but for the Archon's bitter curses and the clash of blade and spear. Their deft and skillful ballet of attrition enters a new phase of raw entropic power from the battles below, surges through the receptive frames. Cerebral maneuvers, convining deceptions, convening, <laughs> and graceful uh, repose are replaced by a cold bloodthirsty fu- or replaced by a cold bloodthirsty fury as a parry trade an endless fury of artless kill strikes. Eyes flare, piercing blue, and every moment uh, sends furies of ice crystals blizzarding from the frozen instruments of death. A deadly chill permeates the air as they each land mortal blow after mortal blow. Rita cuts deep into Banneroff's torso. The hungering intelligence within her near weightless psychoactive blade instantly turns solid wraithbone to so many flicks of drifting ash as it. Bites deep through organic matrix and marrow. The seer reposes. What the fuck is that word? I almost need to listen to it. Uh, I know what it is. It's like a counterattack. The seer counters, impaling Rita in his slender ghost spear. She lashes out at the pinned wraith with a beam of potent dark light from the shoulder-mounted blaster, severing limbs of delicate circuitry as he disembowels her with psionic blasts channeled through the radioactive-psychoactive lance. The explosion flings them apart, ricocheting off frozen, plat- ricocheting them off the frozen platform. Like marionettes, so their twisted broken forms rise from the icy metal, held together by pulsing warplight that almost instantly re- re-knits pulverized rake bone and vital organs fleshly splattered across the floor. On and on the combat rages, with every death and undeath, the veil thins, furthering the boiling storm tests and stretches the boundaries of real space. With a final shudder, the sky cracks open, and the avatar of the capricious god manifests. Like a whirlwind, the incarnate tears through the ranks of its own disciples, gleefully swallowing the whole, gleefully swallowing whole the souls of its embattled followers. It leaves the battlefield a smoking charnel house, a frigid mausoleum of warriors needlessly and permanently permanently sacrificed to Yenid's rapacious appetite. Darklin and the shining spear steer from the focused reverie to witness the opening salvos of the foreseeing conflict, untold bef- unfolding before them once again. Too late to arrest the escalation to battle, their dire warnings fall on ears deafened by the battle focus of the craftworlders. The Jukari ignore them out of snide derision. As Darklin psychically be- <coughs> bellows his placating calls, they are met with a barrage of shuriken fire. Even the lightning reflexes of his Aspect Warrior pilot, spinning the bike <coughs> about its axis to catch the whirling blades of the fuselage, are not enough to save her from the monomolecular disc that decapitates her. In a single fluid motion, Darklin snatches her soul, soul stone and grasps the controls of her corpse, pl- plummeting. Grasps the controls as her corpse plummets into the melee below. His ally, Seething Spirit. Surges from the gemstones and takes possession of his motor cortex as they gun and throttle and rocket her jet bike into the chaos. With, with the expert pilot possessing his mortal frame, Darkland submerges himself completely into the twisting web of fate, utterly unaware of the battle around him. He perceives the conflict as a web of tangled intent and wayward co- coincidence. Focused in this bidar- bizarre fugog state, he th- he sees clearly that threats must tug to avert disaster. Intimately reassessing control, the pair fly in perfect harmony, the needle that is their tiny conveyance weaving a new destiny. They dive at the howling banshees, distracting their cane-forged bloodlust away from the hated cabalites. Their battle focus blunted by frustration as the pilot's spirit threads them through the spaces between the f- flowing power blades. And Darkland incapacitates uh, incapacitates enraged aspect warriors with the flat of his whirling helium spear and concuss a blast of psionically channeled death energies from the battle, on around, battle all around them. This dispassionate wraith blade cuts down the Cabalites, And with an almost surgical exertion, the spiteful Cabalites and battle-mad banshees of the Whisper of Yenid quiet back to a dull murmur. With the sudden lull of death toll, reality reasserts itself, and Rita's warp bolstered body collapses before the wraith Seer champion, rapidly ex-sangu- exsanguinating from a dozen uh, gaping wounds. Barinov slams his spear into the metal decking with force of a small earthquake. Rita's broken body tumbles to the dirt before Darklin, as the platform collapses and the deep voice of the is heard in the minds of every inari present, ENOUGH! The battle ends. The warp quiets and the l- lamentations of the survivors begin. Twilit Darkin wanders shell-shocked through the battlefield, overwhelmed by the intensity of his sorrow. He draws on the strength of the clamoring souls within him as he repeatedly do- doggedly works through the rites of resurrection. Where he walks, the dead stir, moaning as their bones reset and coughing up congealed blood that they drowned in, gradually pulling themselves together. The Archon champion Rita's body, blasted form, was too far gone for her right. Her body left pulverized pieces when the supporting uh, death magics fled her fragile form. She will have to endure the long and costly process of reawakening in the clone vats of a tortured homunculus, homunculus back in Komara. Not so bad for Twilight's reflex. Twilight laments the wasteful loss of precious Adar- Adari life. Not all the honored dead can be reborn, and a few remain coursing through him. Many have already been lost to the growing gestalt that is Janine. <clears throat> Finally, he comes to the broken body of his pilot. His, her spirit stirs within him to see her mortal form relatively intact, and they begin to hunt through the rebels for her severed head. Finding the attempts of their rights, but the injuries to her broken scroll and neck, neck would not heal. Exhausted, he rails out his mind again and again, futilely directing surges of spiritual energy into the corpse. Sensing his despair, he joined is joined by, and Yanari Bonesinger. Taking, Twilit's hand, she seeds raw wraithbone into the pilot's skull and neck. Guiding its growth and replacing the missing anatomy with a final comforting squeeze of his shoulder, she wanders on to tend to her own long deceased charges. For a time, twilight completes the ritual and weeps openly. The pilot's eyes flicker open. Interesting. Okay, so that was a pretty cool story. Um, some context for this. I've attached a listener entry based loosely on a battle report for a narrative game I played with a mate. Um, I like that. I like that you uh, you know actually wrote this down and turned it into a story. Your characters were neat. Um, yeah, like I, I, I would like to see some more stuff uh, about them. But you had some backstory, and this was just a short story, so how much can you really put in? Uh, I really like those doom scythes that like just rip the souls out of the dark elder. Um, somebody needs to hit me up and let me know if that's actually like a real thing. It sounds so cool. Oh, and at the end too, I the part where the wraith bone or the Wraithseer and <clears throat> the main character are like healing that guy, and that concept of using wraith bone as like actual bone in the body—that's such a cool concept. Ah. Uh, Man, so my only gripe about this story, and it's not even your fault, uh, is I just, I'm not a big fan of Yanori lore. This whole, they have the ability to come back from the dead, it fucking sucks. What's the point then? And like, it was nice in your story, you made it very clear, um, and this is what I liked, was you made it very clear that they can't heal everybody. You know, lots of people were lost, you, you made that very clear. I don't know if GW makes it that clear. Uh, I haven't read a Unari short story, but I've read like some paragraphs here and there, and it never seems like it's a huge loss. It's just like everyone kind of comes back. But even like even if only fifty percent come back, like it's I don't know. When when you take away the meaninglessness of death, it's just like okay, what are we doing here then? I don't know. That's just my thoughts on Unari. I like the faction. Like I really like the God of Death and like the yin, the the need faction and like their kind of place. Uh, I think it would just be that one aspect. Like, I just wish if you died and you're a follower of Yanari, your soul would just instantly go to Yanid. Just like Eldar, who who were around during the Fell, their soul goes to Slanish, you know? So it's like, you know, even when they die, they still get a win. Their their god becomes more powerful. But it's not like they have, like, these guys coming back, these Eldar coming back. Um, but once again, that's not on you. Like, that's just the way this is written. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. There was there was some cool parts in it, for sure. Um, it was, it yeah it's just a simple read. I I feel like I get the kind of the gist of it. <laughs> you know this ritual would be interesting to know mo- a little bit more about uh, that they were fighting to the death over. Um, but like you said, it was just like a battle that you guys played, and then you wrote a story about it. So it's it's it, yeah, I think it's fantastic for literally what it was. Um, yeah, so that's this episode of lorehammer listener lore. If you like the show, don't forget to um, send me your lore. Sometimes I really like them. Sometimes I'm not a big fan most of the time. I uh, just appreciate a good short, short, short story though. So uh, yeah send me send it into lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com And if you want to support the show, you can click in the links down below and you can send me a one-time donation or you can go on to Patreon if you want a reoccurring subscription and it's all under the links below but uh yeah help out and support the show as you like okay so that's it tomorrow tomorrow i think i'm having dylan on for an episode and we're reading part three of a red hand weeps so i'm very excited to get a little more detail on that one and kind of reach the the middle of the story in that one so see you all tomorrow bye Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Everybody in your
1: crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun...